I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? This could be a while. Cafe Smash. Bad Perky Podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swear I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 134 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Judy. And we're back, bitches. Yeah, sorry su- about that. We survived the plague. Uh, we're not, we're not going to go into <laughs> gooey, gooey and gory details because those would all kind of quantify what happened. But basically, whatever this stomach virus thing is that's going around, and I've heard it from all over the place, it, 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 it it's pretty rough. It just hit Scapoose, too, which is our neighboring city. Right. Somebody was on the Concerned Citizens page for the county like, did anybody else eat at Subway yesterday? Because my whole family just got sick from eating it. And everybody's like, nope, it's not the Subway, It's honey. not the Subway. <laughs> it's just the, uh, yeah, there's a bad stomach virus going around. And Good news is it's like a 24, 48-hour kind of thing. Yeah, it, it moves. It's swift and fierce. And, and if you're lucky, like me, you only have to deal with it going one direction. Yeah. If you're unlucky, like others, you end up seeing it going both ways. Um, and But somehow t- Trent and Trent Ezra, and Ezra didn't get avoided it. it you got it mildly. I right. got it real bad, and Tempe got it real bad. Yeah. So, so that's why we weren't recording last week. That's yeah. why things didn't actually happen, because there was no way to, in between like heaves and whatnot, Trent, <laughs> it just would not have been a good episode. So Although we decided I to scrap to, it. I, I have to say parenting win nobody vomited on the floor right there was no vomit this on anything true. that needed to be clean like we got, cleaned everything to caught. get rid of the germs but right. oh jesus i was like a sanitizing fool the entire were. time and then the sanitization process was making me more sick right. it was just bad but so, when so Tempe, i've learned when Tempe says i don't feel good i, I don't bowl. i i basically ignore her i'm like you're fine and i give her a bowl just in case and yep. it works so. yep yeah, because she normally, because a lot of, she's one of the weird ones. Like, she'll say, when she doesn't want to do something, she doesn't feel good. Yeah. When she's full, she doesn't feel good. So you can never really judge. But usually if it's happening right before bed, we'll check temperature, we'll do all the normal yep. stuff, and then we'll give her a bowl just in case. Yep. And nine times out of ten, it's just her not wanting to go to bed. Yeah. It's that tenth time where it's like, oh, it's a good thing that bowl was there because it <laughs> caught it all. And it made the mess clean up so much easier. I, uh, I heard the mommy, and I run in there, and, she, and I go, did you get it all in the bowl? She goes, yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> High five for you. Hoo-yah. 
So, but luckily, you know, we had we had the good teamwork going on here. Your mom took Trent for a couple of nights throughout the week to keep him away from yeah. everything, which also was sparing her from having to visit us with all the germs. Exactly. She was like, yeah. she's like, no, as long as he's not throwing up, I'm happy to have him at my house and right. keep him away from the germs. And so. then um, Ezra seems to be more like me, where he just has the intestinal and fortitude of a goat. He's older. He's yeah. washing his hands more often, and he doesn't have to like I touch and kiss the, or you yeah. know love on the kids more. Right. He's not as physical with any of us right because he's 12 yep and he's he's a good kid about washing his hand and everything i'm not like i'm not but you get what i mean you just when you're i'm in more contact with all of their germs it doesn't matter what you do you're gonna get hit. and i had been at the school which is where it originated from um so it hit the entire class Uh, she has a class of 28 students at one point um, there were only 12 kids in the classroom yep so So that's how bad it was yeah it it took (laughs) him out hard and it was just uh yeah, and for a while there, there was one person, one, one group of kids that appeared, they thought got reinfected with it again, and I was like, man, if this is something that keeps coming back over and over again, we could be like this the rest of the goddamn school year. Yep. And so I was like, okay, I was kind of watching it. I'm like, if another family comes down with it again, I'm going to go straight to the principal and be like, we're going to get hazmat. Yep. We're going to go to Amazon and get those foggers. I'm going to get bleach and one of those pump sprayers from the uh, <laughs> from the hardware store. And this entire place is going to be hosed down in every fucking chemical known to man that kills things. Uh, if I have to go find some Agent Orange down at the old uh, Army Depot in uh, Umatilla, I'll do it and I'll bring it in here. I'll spray this fucking place down. But I'm not going to have a continuation of this sickness. Reinfection. <laughs> because I had that one year with my ex with lice. Because yeah. lice is no longer considered a public health concern yeah so they don't give it if your kid's there with bugs in their hair okay fine whatever you know and, I was, and so there was like a three and a half to four month period where we would get completely lice free and it'd be like ah oh, for like a week and then it would come back again yeah and so finally when i went and i sat down in the principal's you office talk about lice so now my head itches i'm sorry yeah. so i went down to the principal's office with my receipts and they stuck on there i'm like i need to invoice you for all of this He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, right here, I spent whatever, hundreds of dollars on on lice treatment. removal products and treatments. And here's my water bill from the last time around. And here's this and this and this. Well, why do we have to pay that back? I'm like, well, since you guys don't consider it a public health concern anymore and you don't want to um, basically ostracize a kid by saying they have lice and sending them home, my kid keeps getting reinfected. You guys have a communal coat area where you always hand up the coats. You have this. And I said, and somebody is not doing their due diligence and taking care of this problem. And we keep getting it back in in our house and i've got three kids a fuck ton of stuffed animals two dogs a cat i said when when this comes it takes forever to get rid of it and i said short of shaving my kids heads bald which my daughter really doesn't want to do um i can't get it to stop i'm like so you guys need to be a little more meticulous i I don't care if you feel like you're going to hurt somebody's feelings i don't i don't give a shit about any of that what i care about is this is starting to affect my pocketbook Mm -hmm. and can i bill you and if I can't, then you need to do something to make sure that I'm no longer bleeding money out of my ass over this. And he's like, well, this is just a standard part of parenting. I'm like, no, 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 no. no getting ha- lice is getting a standard lice is part a standard, of parenting. That, that, ha- that shit happens. Yep. But getting reinfected because somebody else's parents aren't doing their fucking due diligence, that's not a standard part of parenting. That's somebody exactly. else not doing their due diligence. So you can shove it and you can figure out how we're going to fix this. That means you have to send kids home. Fine. And I said, in fact, just what, what's with the communal coat hooks? Ugh. You know, I mean, there's so many things you guys do wrong here. And so they actually, he did, they went and got trash bags and everybody had to isolate their, their stuff into a trash bag and this and that. And they've ended up, guess what? Getting rid of it by taking a little bit of a, you know, 
involvement in the respect of trying to get it from the school and all of a sudden it went away. I'm like, see how hard was that? I mean, it's like, this is not, this isn't fucking rocket science. <laughs> it's not. So, so I'm glad we're over it. I'm glad we're through it. Yep. Um, it appears that it's died down in the school. Although I will say that the, the principal finally got it. Did he? Yeah. It was like, I, I heard through the grapevine that he had come down with it. And um, I had done a school event on Friday. I think I may have heard a kid. Sorry about that slight interruption there. We had a kid who was having a nightmare, nightmare. Uh, but was not awake. Those are the worst. Like when they don't wake up, like they're they're yelling no or whatever, and they're speaking gibberish in their sleep, but you can't talk anything to them because they're not actually awake, and that's what Trent was doing, so that was fun. Um, so, yeah, the principal got, got, got it. Yeah, okay. so he, I did a school event on Friday, and he wasn't there, and he was supposed to be, and I was like, what? And they're like, I think he got the thing, the the bad thing, the bad, the bad right. thing. <laughs> well, and, so. you know, in so, I, I, I feel bad that he got it, but also, in some ways, I'm kind of glad that he did in the respect of, like, make sure you take this seriously. Not that he <laughs> You're wasn't. You're in the trenches, sir. Not that he <laughs> wasn't, but just make sure, like, you know, hey, you really need to, uh, you need to really be honest. Yeah. So, this whole, uh, the irony of the whole sickness thing and whatnot and so on and so forth was uh we had a review come in the weekend of the of the of this black death yes. right and uh i don't recognize the username uh it's an itunes username sulo sulokin i think s-u-l-o-k-n uh I don't know i don't recognize any if it's somebody i've talked to before i'm sorry i don't recognize your username but uh they left us a rating and the review of um uh, i feel lost if i don't get my weekly dose of the bad parenting podcast keep up the wonderful work i know i felt really bad i'm like um <laughs> sorry uh, about your luck there on slice <laughs> but uh, uh we uh we were out like we kept we so i was really sick on friday right and then was mostly better but still kind of eh on saturday so we decided to postpone until Sunday, and then you were sick on Sunday. Yep. And then we were like, "Well, maybe we'll do Monday." And then Monday, right? It was like it just snowballed. And Monday finally, was just, by like Tuesday, we're like, "We're just gonna skip it." Yeah. So yeah, that was. I apologize to yep. you, sir. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and uh, yeah, I just come, like that review comes through. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's like twisting the knife. Yeah. Because <laughs> when we miss an episode, I feel a little bit bad, but you always are like, like. Worst day ever. <laughs> no, it's a bummer. I like to I like to record. I like to do this stuff. But it was just a uh, no. I last I I didn't feel bad about. It. I mean, yeah. I felt bad when the review came through. I'm like, okay, <laughs> of course, the one time that we have like a review like this, it's gonna be that. But but I w- with the way things were going, I didn't feel bad. Um, and it was also the worst possible time for anybody to get sick too, because the day that you were feeling the worst, and I really should have been home to help you out, was the day of our annual inventory. Which and it's, you will get fired if you miss. Right, you have to. I mean, little short of. Uh, I would have had to have been, yeah. you know, blown it up both ends before they would have not let me come in. Well, and, it and I probably would have had to like Snapchat that to somebody too, just to prove the fact <laughs> that here I am, you know. <laughs> but I, Timmy was getting an award at school, yep. and I missed it. Yep. So and we had your mom had to go on our stead. I had been planning all week to yep. go, and yep. I I just felt awful um, for missing that. And then there was something else I missed too. I don't remember what, but. Either yeah. way, any way you slice it, it just sucked in right. every way. Right. So I'm just glad we're past it now, and it's no longer an issue. And me too. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that was that was no good. So uh, thankfully, we are over it. Um, yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> it just literally like it drained. Like it was so like 
physically draining. Like I, I, I had it very mildly, but still, I was like, oh my god, I feel like yeah. I just don't want to do anything. I want to get up. I don't want to move. Yeah, it's a and of course you and I get it when the, all the kids are feeling okay. Oh yeah. So they're like, let's do this. Let's yeah. go run. Let's go play. I'm like, no. Timmy was sick on Tuesday night through Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get sick till Friday, like at five thirty in the morning. Um, and then I got better most i was mostly better by saturday night and then you got sick on sunday morning so like right. it just kept rolling over and over yeah well and then actually it was saturday night through sunday morning because i didn't sleep much saturday night because yeah. i just tossed because i had that there's that feeling you get where like you feel like you need to puke and you're going to puke but then it never happens yeah. and so that i had that all night long and, and i i never i you very rarely throw up right like, so i knew i wasn't going to but because that feeling that i had is that feeling in the pit of my stomach i couldn't get to sleep yeah. on the off chance that i was going to yeah and so i maybe caught like three hours of sleep that entire night yeah and that's um, how i and that wasn't when consecutive I woke up on friday yeah. was yeah. like oh i don't feel very good and then i did that thing i was still i was still mostly asleep and i had that light bulb moment of Oh, I have the thing that Tempe had because yeah. it was so long. It was—I mean, it was yep. two two ex. For me, it felt like a long time. It right. was two days after Tempe had had her last symptoms. Right, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, we dodged the bullet. No. Like, yeah, no. I, I thought I had dodged the bullet, and then yeah. the second I woke up, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> so it was a it was a awful yeah. awful day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at I'm not good at throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we have some listeners slash fellow podcast network members slash fellow podcasters um, that have some big congrats coming their way. I know. So Robin and, and Pat got tied the knot this weekend. Our East Coast doppelgangers. Yes, our East Coast doppelgangers. They, they tied the knot and they had a, a beautiful ceremony. And it was a, it was officiated by work friends. I know. I saw that would be a dude. That, that would, would be, be a good like, officiant. I just that I, like if you and I weren't married yet, I'd be like, dude, we're either gonna fly out there or you're gonna fly out here. You got free reign. I'm telling you. I just want to see what you're I'm gonna do with you, this. I've so I put big props and big thanks to um, my stepmom and my dad for for right. pulling out the stops to make our very short term plan wedding right. come come through. But it's not what I I wanted. It's not what you wanted. It's not. I've always thought we should redo the whole thing at some point. And I always thought 10 years would be good. But like, I realized that now that that's probably too soon because that's like a year away. <laughs> but, um, but oh, yeah. 2000, 2019. Oh, nine to do that. We have three years still, so we could do it in, we could renew oh, our Oh, am I giving us an extra year? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. I know being with me is rough, but it's not that rough. Damn. <laughs> no, I think I always count it from when we got together right. versus when we right. got married. No, but yeah, to have like, the, the, I don't, maybe we'll do that. Maybe that would be like our big, our big like, we'll, we'll fly back to the East Coast. We'll have work for like officiate our renewal and like see all the podcast brethren out there too and just do like, do it up big style. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Could happen. It's three years I, away. We got time. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year away. It's 2016, babe. Stop. To stop, 2019. Stop, stop. Something's not right in the math here. 09 is when we tied the knot. Yeah. So in 2019 would be the 10 years. Easy peasy, as Trent would say. Okay. <laughs> Something sounds wrong, but. I Yeah, no, I, I can. It feels uh, like 10 years. <laughs> right. We got to figure though. You got to remember, we're we're only a couple months ahead of Temperance, and yeah. she's seven. Okay. So our our anniversary is a few months ahead of Temperance. Yeah. Um. So, 
Yeah, we're okay. we're right on the mark. We're we're okay. good. <laughs> but speaking of Robin and Pat, yes, the fucking towel thing won't die. Oh no, it came back <laughs> in the form of a voicemail. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, and play this here and and see what they what new towel information <laughs> we have today. Maybe. Uh, one half of your East Coast doppelgangers. Hey, we've recently come into a great deal of towels, and uh, what I was wondering is if you can go into great detail about your sorting process. We may need some for some uh, non-fecal matter cleaning of animals. So I wanted to see what your labeling process with all that is. Uh, thanks, guys. Great show. Talk to you later. Take it easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here you we go. Ask and you shall receive. Uh, you uh, have oh, no one to blame but yourself. Yes, I was gonna say this is all. <laughs> if anybody wants to throw a dart, this is all Pat's fault. <laughs> but here we go. I'm just gonna sit back now. Okay. So first, you have to come up with some distinguishing characteristics of the tells. If they all look the same, you have to figure out <laughs> some way to distinguish them. And I, I, I will remind listeners: this is not me. <laughs> I really want to put it out there. This but is you not have to my have a hierarchy. system. And, and you, you start with your best ones are at the top of the hierarchy. Those are only used for for the lady of the house or the, the more germaphobe of the two of you or whatever. And those are like the best towels. And those are reserved for that person because there is one of you. Like there's always one person who is the more germaphobe. In this case, it is me. Yes. <laughs> so far, I agree. So those are the top. And then you have the next tier is for... Now, when you say tier, you're not stacking these all on top of each other. What do you mean? So, no, I want to make it very clear to the listeners that we're talking about this tiered system here. You're not talking about... Because he asked about organization, like oh, how do you... Or- yes. Like we're not... These are not... The, never have, the twain shall just- mix. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I want to make it very clear that if you have somebody like this and you got the nice towels and they dare touch the not so nice towels... Our towels touch when they are clean. There is hell to be paid. Our towels touch when they are clean. <laughs> to an extent. There is the one tier. There is the the... You know the India caste system, like the untouchables, the bottom, the bottom tier, the the. So there is that class of towel which cannot touch the other towels mm-hmm. because they are gross, and even if they're clean, there's still grossness in the fibers. Well, and how and part of how you do it too, and I'm gonna, I'm putting the emphasis on you because <laughs> this is you, is it has to do with the um the actual age of the towel too. Like when we buy yes. new towels. They tier one goes down to tier two. Yes. Tier two goes to tier three. Yes. Tier three gets down to that shitty tier. Yep. And sometimes the shitty tier gets retired and burned. Sometimes yep. it doesn't. Um, or or they go, basically, there is a class of rag that like you use them and you just throw them away. Like, right. Like this rag has seen its last day. I'm going to use it one more time and then it just goes in the trash. It's going to deal with a, a thing so gross that I just don't even find it worthy of washing it. I'm just going to throw it away. Yes. Yep. Exactly, and and so when we take a towel and it goes from that that down to that last tier, it actually gets cut up. It gets yeah. cut into actual rag sizes, so that yeah. way there is no chance that you could accidentally mistake it and wash it and get it. Because this has happened: is I have a ra- a towel that is gross and awful and evil, and I use it on something so gross that I th- I'm just like nobody will ever wash this towel, and then it will come up and I will touch it to my face on accident, and then I will. Have- Go scrub and bleach, and it is an awful day. 
We have experienced this. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I, I will restate this. This is not me. I, that washing machine in there, it's a mo- miracle of modern technology. No, it's when not. When something goes there's into the washing machine. Hot water in this world. Oh, there's plenty of hot water. I'll, I'll, no. th- that one has the special sanitation cycle, but it doesn't just take your hot it's water. It's bullshit. It's security theater. It's telling you it's sanitary. There's no way... That's not a hospital-grade machine, period. Okay, I'm not saying it tanks it up to, like, you know, 3,000 degrees in the hot water, but it does have a heating element that takes whatever your hot water is and cranks it up from there to a point that it meets certain sanitary guidelines, i.e., there's nothing... We're not dealing with MRSA here, so there's no need to have MRSA Who knows we're not dealing with MRSA? I've had MRSA. You have had MRSA. So it's possible that that we have it living in our house. Fine, but... I'm just saying. But but I'm gonna put it Okay, and let me let me like totally tangent for just a second. If you're wondering, yes, that is exactly why I am like this. I almost died from a MRSA infection when I was twenty one. It's serious to me. Yeah. Like I realize how crazy it sounds. There's there's a reason why I put up with it and I and I use that term, put up with it, because it does get freakishly annoying at times. Um, but it's either deal with it or, or or we're just we just don't work together anymore. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm this is one of those things like ah I can okay I'll at get at least along. it's a clean issue and not a filth issue. Yes, like, it, this is very true. But at the same time, it could be worse. It's it, it for me it's just hilarious because like oh my god this towel organization like, this has to go here this here but I'll use the same towel four times in a row and to me I'm like. No, I use a, t- a towel twice. But you see what I'm saying is that that, that, that if, if there, those two behaviors don't really mix, normally who's somebody who's this nitpicking about towels will not also take a towel that has touched their bunghole <laughs> and put it back. <laughs> a possibly clean the- bunghole, a bunghole that is freshly washed. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not hospital grade sanitization going on there, so you could still. Get, I scrub uh, my bunghole pretty freaking well <laughs> with hospital grade sanitary shit pretty often. <laughs> So I'm, don't even go uh, No, there. I'm just saying that's one of those things that, <laughs> that you know, the neuroses don't carry over to where you would normally expect them to. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll roll with this one because I got my crazy shit too. So it's all good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hammer on it too much. But yeah, so we actually have, we, we have this giant Ikea shelf. Yeah. One of those, it's those black square style ones. Yeah. Well, it's got like the, you can get like the one by four or the two by four. And we have the four, four by four, four in the bathroom. And, and it's the, not all towels. Let no. me just. But it's but like the it's section like the that half is, is half is right. But the section of this towel is literally the top one. Are are literally it's like top shelf of liquor. These are the top shelf towels. But it's because then the kids can um, reach the ones that they're supposed to use. Right, but we have the top shelf towels. We have the towels that the kids can reach. Then we have the towels that are like, okay, this is for like, you know, if we spill something on the floor. It's not super gross, but it's whatever. Then we have the towels for, this is for like when the dog makes a mess and or I have to clean up like somebody's blood, guts, and, and vomit. And then it may or may not make it back into the rotation. Yep. So. And it's literally a tiered system and it works. Mm-hmm. And it makes me happy. It, it, it's livable. <laughs> I'm not going to say it works, but it's livable. <laughs> So, if you have any more questions about that, Pat, perhaps I can get you her direct number, and you guys can just like text it or Facebook Messenger, because um, she's she'll go into like finite finite details about this. And literally, we have some towels like that she did, or these rags. They're actually washcloths that she wanted to make sure that would never get cycled back into normal normal rotation again. So they have the scarlet letter, a giant big ass fucking red X across them in Sharpie that won't wash out to prove no. These ones are the gnarly ass rags, and don't you dare let me catch you washing this to this. Well, and this, it's got to the point so much so that she's been out of the house before. And I'm like, I got enough for half a load of either type of towel. I could mix them together that she would never know. 
Wait, 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 how much time I do I got? I'm like, how much time I, do I got? I will know. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't have enough time to complete this and make sure that I get it out of the dryer and separate them out before she sees it. I'm not even going to take the risk. So I literally we don't do it. save up the really nasty shit and wash a bunch of really nasty shit all at once. And then we do another lo- cycle afterward to clean out the washing machine. And I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It works great. If it makes you feel sleep better at night, I'm willing to do it. It does it's, make it's, me sleep better at me. night. So... Yeah. <laughs> so we'll move on to the next voicemail now hopefully i haven't listened to this one so i'm hoping it does not have anything to do with towels but we all, who knows it's from slacker so it I could love be anything that the towel subject will just not die <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what slacker has to say here hello justin and jody and if you have any guests hello to you it is i the slacker I just wanted to call in and tell you I'm now sitting in the Lowe's parking lot. It is approximately 9.24 p.m. my time zone. Friday night. And I'm just calling in to let you know that I have just now officially left this motherfucking place for the last motherfucking time. Oh. I now only have one job. My normal daytime job. That is it. I'm done with this Lowe's bullshit. And now I'm going to go home and relax because I have another weekend off because I'm no longer work for fucking loads. <laughs> you guys have a great night and just for the fucking hell of it, Cuffy Dolphins. Good night, <laughs> people. Love you. Bye. All right, Slacker. So I'm going to assume that outside of the you have weekends again and whatnot, that's actually a good thing, that it's not financially kicking you in the nuts. So I'm hoping that means that the other job that I know you have boosted your hours enough that you can actually make ends meet without having to you know slave away. So fanfare. Yay! Um, I was wondering why you were like, he, he, had, he and I were messaging earlier. He's like, oh, yeah, I got tomorrow off. I'm like, what? That night doesn't happen. So, um, congrats to you, sir. I'm glad that you got out of there and still have some of your sanity left. That's a good thing. Yes. Um, it's always good to have sanity. Yes, most definitely. So, um, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome thing. Uh, and, and I hope that, uh, like I said, I just hope that all works out for you and that you're, you're good to go. But I, I, I couldn't imagine working for a place like that. Like, I've worked for places like that when I was, in, when I was a, a younger man. Not that I'm that old now, but. You're ancient. Right. But just it's one of those things that after a certain age, you start to think about, like, you, you'll do what you got to do. But I've seen the ways people are get treated by, like, managers and whatnot at that place. Like, okay, so, part stores. <laughs> I needed brakes for a fucking Kia. Brake shoes, not pads, because I had this argument with somebody. There's a difference. Pads are what goes on rotors. Shoes are what goes on a drum brake system. It's, it's, it, there are two distinct names for them. So if you're looking for the drum style, which is what the rear end of this car has, you need the brake shoes. So I'm in this place, and let's just say that it's a very um, Irish-sounding name part store. <laughs> oh, 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 oh something. something. Other parts, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the guy looked like uh, that senator, um, Dennis... Uh, uh, the 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 one that was um Senator McConnell. Oh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. I don't know where Dennis came from. The, um, the waddle guy. Yeah, the turtle yeah, looking. Yeah, this looked like his brother. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like it might have been his twin. Twin like Roger, right? But I think his name was Roger. Roger or Russ. Um, but let, no, like it must have been his twin. And I walk in there and I tell him what I need and. He does what everybody else does, and he goes to the damn computer. I'm like, oh, you're one of them. <laughs> well, they Dude. have to. 
No, no. They fucking have to. I, I know. Required. No, I, I understand that it to like locate it within their inventory and to find the part they have to go there. But my point is, is that he didn't know what I was talking about. He had to Google what I was asking for. So anybody who's done a brake job before on a car, especially on the older cars, they had this really cool design. For, well, drum brakes are a pain in the ass anyways. But if you've got a drum brake system, that is nut. It's called a castle nut. You screw it on, and the reason it's called a castle is if you flip it up and you look at it, it looks like those little those, a castle. It's got the little ridges across it, and so a cotter pin can slide through the shaft that it's bolting onto, or screwing onto, so that it can't back itself off, so it can't reverse off and like have your fucking wheel go flying off down the road, right? Well, they decided that, hey, that's a reusable part. We, we can't make money off reusable parts. That's, that's a bad idea, so we're going to design this new one that... Instead of having the little ridges, it's one solid piece, but it's thinner like that up top. And then when you get to where you need it to be, you pound it down with a chisel and it indents it into the little indent in the shaft, and that's what keeps it from backing out. But to get it off, you got to fold that piece back up and then back the nut off. But now that nut's screwed, you got to get a new one. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking $2 part at most. And nobody has it. Like, ah, you're probably going to have to go to the dealership. I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Like, this, I, I can't be the only person that needs to do the rear-end brake job on Ikea, for Christ's sake. I mean, this is not rocket science. And But I, I was trying to explain to him what it was. And he's like, uh, and it took me like a good 30 seconds to a minute to do that. And then he had to go through and, um, and uh Look it up on the computer. But during this, he's like the he has the you know I, my name is Russ. I'm the manager of the parts store. Blah blah blah. And there's a guy that's much much older than him that's working there with him, and uh, he's putting parts away. And he's like, uh, so and so, I need you up on the till. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put this last part away. And that wasn't good enough. He's like, so and so, I need you on the till. He's like, I'm just putting this last piece away. I'll be up there. And then like he like gets up in the guy's face and kind of like fluffs his chest out like he's gonna like fight the guy. And I'm looking at the old dude and the old dude looks at him like, motherfucker. I was shitting before you were even. I mean, you just—you had that look of like an old guy. Like, I, this is what my life's been reduced to. The economy is so shitty right now for somebody like me that that trying to find employment means I'm working the parts counter at a fucking O'Reilly parts store, answering to Mitch McConnell. I mean, that's what my life has become. But I, I and then he saw it like, like, but the realization he flipped over his face like, I need the money. So he's like, all right. And he walks up there and helps the guy out. And I'm just looking at him like. That's not how you manage people. My God, man. But then, like, oh, it was just... So I can't even imagine dealing with that kind of abuse at, at an older age. Like, you know, it's just... I get it. If you're if you're a high school kid, you kind of you're like fuck you, old man. Whatever you you can deal with it right now. But when you're the senior, or you're the senior person by age, and got some little younger person, uh, you know, yelling at you, especially when they look like that fucking asshat. I mean, it's like there's, there's there can't be much worse than that. Like Mitch McConnell <laughs> is working at a goddamn Hawaii parts store, and he's my boss, and he's yelling at me. <laughs> fuck my life. <laughs> so congrats to you, sir. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, you you seem to be so much freedom and happiness and awesome yes very awesome so so yay for you um we we uh that's that's good it's very good kind of lost steam there for a second (laughs) you did you're gonna like so we actually had a listener who asked us for advice I gotta pull the note. <laughs> okay. No, this is something we can give advice <laughs> on. Just, We've lived through it uh, twice. We're going on six weeks of towel talk, so I'm just saying. This is different, though. Okay. This has nothing to do with uh, towels. Okay. So I have an advice question thingy for you guys. <laughs> how old did Tempe get her glasses? So how old was Tempe when she got her glasses? And how did you all deal with the whole not breaking the glasses? My three-year-old <laughs> just got his, and I'm just curious on how that all played out. Uh, good fucking luck. That's <laughs> no Tempe. 
in fact, this is the first pair of glasses she's broken. She just broke her new ones by right. the BTW. Right. Because she left them on the floor and stepped on them. Yes. So we got to take them in and get them fixed. Um, but uh, but she, she did not break any. She was three for her first pair, right? Three or maybe barely four. Something like that, yeah. I think three. Um, but I will say part of the reason why she didn't break them is because she was always finding ways to avoid wearing them. Yeah, that's true. So she didn't have them on her face very fucking often. Yeah. So it was fine. But like with Ezra, yeah. I can't count the number of pairs. Like we eventually he got to the point. He didn't straight up break any. He scratched the fuck out of every pair within a week. Well, that and he'd also like the, the frames that we torqued and tweaked yeah. and bent. Um, so here's what, we, here's what we ended up actually doing at one point, And this kind of helped cure it a little bit. Uh, there was some website that was putting on this like $12.50 yeah. pair of frames Coastal. that were like. Coastal, yeah, yeah, it might have been coastal. them. Coastal.com. And they were, um, uh, not to be confused with Coastal Hardware. No, it wasn't Coastal, um, like, the the, right. the feed store. It but, was uh, Coastal Glasses. They were knockoff Ray-Bans. Yeah. And the funniest fucking thing is, like, they had the, this, this, the, uh, what, what I, and I'm going to equate this to, like, the minus sign in mathematics, mm-hmm. and you'll understand here in a second, because normally Ray-Bans have those two little mm-hmm. slivers on either side that show up there. Well, because these were knockoffs and they couldn't do that, one had a, that, that sliver, the other one had a little plus sign. Yeah, it was so a division, no, it was a division sign oh. and a plus sign on the other side. Right, so like, they did, like, this mathematical yeah. thing to make, and there are these, like, these giant frames. And like, were, the standard issue frames in the army back in the 50s and 60s, like, the right. super big, thick frames. Yeah. Like, hipster glasses, really. And we, uh, and we put, um, we got the cheapest plastic lenses we could get yep. from them, too. We just went, basically, we went to our, our optometrist, what's his prescription? Yep. Cool, we inputted that into the website they sent us a pair of this glasses and we made him wear them and he hated them yep and so it was like okay we can we don't care i'll go spend 1250 12 dollars and 50 cents on another pair of glasses again if you fuck these ones up yep. or a little you more responsibility the ones that we get you that are nice and, and so our insurance covered our insurance is really good and covered a, a pair of lenses a every pair, year a pair of glasses every year and they covered like 150 for frames and 150 for lenses which is just a, a phenomenal amount i mean honestly i've, as, I've as, had good insurance before as and shitty it as that, that sounds it's actually really good vision yeah. insurance um so we you know we got a nice basically we'd end up spending about a hundred bucks out of pocket every year to get like the upgrade on the lenses so that they were scratch resistant and stupid shit like that um so basically we did we said you can have this shitty pair of glasses that's uncomfortable and you don't like or you can take care of them and we'll get you the nicer nicer set so he learned pretty quickly to take care of them and now he's out to where he only has to wear glasses when When he's reading and he'll probably even back out of that by the end of the next year yep so ultimately what it comes down to is with the little ones buy the most expensive frames you can afford that are like the most within i should say this within your budget Mm -hmm. try to get the flex frames the stuff that can bend and and tweak a little bit because those can usually fix okay and most of those come with a warranty on them Well, that's what i was going to say is you do to an extent get what you pay for like when we've bought somehow we always end up with nike frames right but they but they will fix them yeah they they, they've always fixed them every time that something has happened they we just take them in and they're like oh yeah we'll fix that so it you and it was only a difference of like 25 bucks when we yeah. did that too. It wasn't that much. So I mean, it's one of those things that it's just, as a parent, it's an expense you have to incur. It's not always a fun expense because it really does, there's no, you don't show anything for it other than the fact that your kid can see it doesn't run into walls anymore. Yeah. Um, well, and our, our biggest problem is actually, like you said, been getting Tempe to wear her glasses because right. she doesn't like them because 
these are not to correct her vision. They don't make her see better. They actually make her see worse out of one eye so that her other eye has to work harder because, they, because she's got And a, she does see better with them. It's kind of a long story and it's, it's but it's to correct a wandering eye. She's got a one wandering eye and then the other one has bad vision. It's, it's, it's crazy. But at she any got rate. one eye from me and one eye from you. So yeah. kind of fun. What was that character off of um, the Adam Sandler movie that uh, Buscemi played? Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. No, no, it's crazy eyes. Is uh, in um, maybe maybe they're the same character. But yeah, <laughs> but, but Buscemi, uh, Mr. 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 Deeds. I think it was yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, it looks good to me. And like one eye, like, <laughs> literally at times she'll do that. You're like, whoa, hold on, I'm over here. And so they <laughs> like rattle her head a little bit. And, um, <laughs> but for sure. We've never really punished the kids. You it's can't. always been positive encouragement when you they always, do it right, yeah. as opposed to yeah. negative when they do it bad. Because, especially with something that they're going to have to deal with their entire life. Because with knowing my eyes and how bad my vision is, they're going to deal with this forever. So, I don't want them to like fear the eye doctor. I don't want it right. to be like this horrible experience every time they go. Right. And oh my gosh, I have another pair of glasses. So we've been pretty careful to not make it a huge deal not to stigmatize it but at the same time there was one point where ezra came up to me and bitching about i can't see out of these things they're dirty i need you to clean them i'm like yeah. well i'll clean them and i clean them up and he's like, i still can't see them I'm like i cleaned them i said so first things first stop smearing whatever the fuck it is you're smearing all over them that and that'll that'll stop the grease control you're having there. his glasses were so crazy. secondly <laughs> I can't clean scratches. So if you're having a hard time seeing through them, you've got to stop scratching the lenses. And and so you've got to figure out what you're doing or what it is um, that's causing that. And also within the constraints of how often the optometrist wants you to, uh, to wear them and whatnot, mm-hmm. we would basically just say, hey, put them in the case if you're going to go out and roughhouse. Like right. if you're going to be playing football, if you're going to be doing this, then just put them in the case. And then when you're done, put them back on. And the biggest problem we had is that when he'd go to his mom's house. Yep, he'd leave them outside. He'd leave them on, leave them outside, set them down to mine that would get stepped on. And it, it was nothing we could control. Yeah. Like we had no control over what that when that happened at her place, and that was the most infuriating thing because like we would if we saw him outside playing, Ezra take your glasses off, okay, and then if you try to set him down, no, put him in the case. You know what you need to do. You you remember this, and then he put him away. We'd be fine. That never happened at her place, so I can't count the number of frames and stuff that were just beat to shit because of the fact that uh, the dog chewed on some. Ones. Yeah, the dog chewed on a pair once that he was always bitching about how those scratched behind his ear. I'm like, well, you left him out where the dog can get him. So you got six more months to my insurance renews and that's how long you have to wait for new stuff to come up. And so I also used it as a good lesson of dealing with life. Yeah. Like this is some life shit, dude. Like, and I know at three years old, you can't do this, but yeah, as the but progresses through he, age, I mean, by that time he was like eight or nine. No, I'm just saying in her example, yeah. you can't be like, yeah. you know, but as, as he gets older you can like explain to him hey here's why i can only do it once a year or however often your vision insurance renews or if you don't have insurance however often you can afford it i don't want to assume or make an assumption as to what your situation is or is not um but with tempe the problem was that we she's not just has to wear glasses she had she has had and and is now required to patch one eye. Yeah. And that is killer because yeah. you can tell how uncomfortable it is. You can tell how awful it is. Um, I mean, in a grand scheme of things, is it is it cancer? No. <laughs> so, right. I mean, count thank our lucky stars kind right. of a thing. But, it's, but yeah. you can tell that it's really uncomfortable. And I can imagine how uncomfortable it is. Like, because you have to cover the eye that sees well to make your eye that doesn't see well adjust, adjust and see better. And she, it 
it makes her feel out of sorts it makes her feel dizzy and, well that and, and also because just that like for me mm-hmm. if my whenever my eyelash if i have glasses and my eyelashes flutter against yeah. them and it tickles that drives me nuts yeah. so i couldn't imagine that on a permanent basis uh yeah but i'd rather do it now when she's younger and well that's the hope is that we fix it now that it's not an ongoing issue or a permanent issue down the road that we can hopefully get it corrected now before it becomes something that well, she, she can't had fix. surgery on her eye to fix to at least and that corrected like 80 percent of it yeah i mean mean, it did 80 percent of the work for us because that before it would really like she turned her eyes in one direction one would like be like like it was like almost like looking at an owl like it would be like looking behind her i was watching a video of her when she was uh, a like right before we actually i think right before we went and had her surgery looked at for the eye stuff um and and I was watching a video and she was already a little doped up from her dental thing. And so her eye was like, she, when I was looking at the camera and when I was like, yeah, doing its own thing. Like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> like oh, so. that's why we did that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, good luck with the whole thing. Because, yes, it, it's, it's, it's not it, easy, but I don't not. think it's as hard as. But here's here's you some, imagine it would be. No, but here's here's the real big um something that really will help you out quite a bit those special cloths they give you to clean lenses keep plenty of those around yeah. plenty of uh, the special spray for yeah, the cleaning the fluid spray. and eye repair kits yeah. eyeglass repair kits are super fucking cheap like 99 cents a kit yeah. go down to like your local cvs walgreens rite aid whatever pharmacy store you have nearby and buy like 20 of the fuckers <laughs> and then just put them in a drawer yeah. because, and this may sound stupid you're like no i'm gonna i'll, I'll keep them no you can't they're smaller than they, a ballpoint they pen follow they, they, just, they just disappear like the dog eats them i don't know what the fuck happens to i them. will mention one other thing something that i wish i'd seen and I know it existed when both Ezra and Tempe got glasses, but I didn't know about it till after they were past that stage. They make for little kids silicone frames. Mm-hmm. They are straight up silicone bendy rubber frames. Um, and I, I kid you not, if I had known that those existed, right. that's what we would have gotten. Because especially with Ezra. Well, um, especially now better. with like superheroes like Falcon and whatnot. Right. If you can do like, hey, look, you're a, you're a superhero kid. Yeah. That that helps with getting. Well, we did that with Tempe. The yeah. they've got patching kits that are like, like pirates, pirates, and and, yeah. and princesses, and blah 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 blah. So, um, you know, do what you can, and and you kind of have to muddle through, but mm-hmm. you always find a way that will work. Yeah, eventually, eventually you get it all figured out, and it, it works out. And every kid's different, but whatever it is, the biggest thing that I found for us was. A lot of times, those little what do they call the little arms on the side? There's a special name for the little things that hook over your ears. That I'm going to call them the side arms. That works for me, I guess. Those things will more often than not come unscrewed and fall yeah. off. And that is a super easy, super simple fix you can do yourself if you have that 99 cent repair kit <laughs> yeah. with you. So just go buy like 20 of the fuckers and stash them strategically throughout the house because that'll be the most frustrating thing. Is your kid comes to you with like the the arm in one hand, and the glasses in the other, and you're like, shit, cool, I'll just screw them back together. And then you can't find the fucking you eyeglass repair kit that you know you bought. So I just come to the point where I just like, I, but, but, but I'm like half the time I go up to that rack where they'd have like 15 of them in the rack. I'm like, I, I want those. How many? Like <laughs> all, all of them. them. <laughs> just, just put them all in my fucking cart. Let's do this right now. <laughs> go big or go home. Right. <laughs> so best of luck to you. And uh, thank you for asking us. And thank you for giving us uh, something to talk about in the show. Cause we do appreciate interacting with the listeners. Anybody else want to hear our wonderful, and sage advice. Go ahead and feel free to contact us uh, via whatever method you want and, and let us know what your questions are. We'd be happy to help you out in any way that we hopefully can. 
Um, not that any of our our help should be construed as professional and or certified, <laughs> but <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what worked best for us. So, babe, I got a question for you. Oh, I love these questions. Right, Tupac. Are you aware of who this person was? I'm. I'm aware. Okay. Yes. My sister was quite the fan. I was. I still am quite the fan. I like. I'm a, I know. I'm a, I, I, I'm a fan I, of the man's see, work. I, see, I don't. I don't. I'm not a connoisseur enough to consider myself a fan, but I. I, I appreciate the music. Yeah. yeah. So, did you know? Little known fact here, but I heard this myself with my very own ears. <laughs> that Tupac isn't hip hop. It's straight up rap. Yeah. That little gem. <laughs> was Comes dropped by Ezra. Jufro son Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me. I'm like, what? Hold on. Oh, you know, I said that to your brother. He said it to so my brother. You said to your brother. I was like, wait, oh, oh, oh boy. And, and your brother was like, he's gasped because he came to visit for the funeral <laughs> yeah. and he's in the kitchen like, gasping for air. I thought he was dying at first. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, Did you, Tupac isn't hip hop, it's rap. <laughs> he's like <laughs> laughing. Him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus, mate. Yeah. And so. Then I had to have the talk with Ezra. I'm like, okay, buddy, I know that I've listened to a couple of Tupac songs around you. I also know you have access to my Spotify subscription via the family plan. Have you added any Tupac songs to your catalog? Well, yeah. All right. I'm very liberal with my music. Yeah. And normally I let you... We try not to censor. We try not to censor. I, but I, I said I, I do remember specifically telling you that outside of like these three songs... I didn't want you adding any other stuff to the collection yet. And it's not because I wanted to censor it from you. I don't think you would understand the content of the song or the, or the true meaning meaning of what he was trying to get at behind the way, because the way it's music works in general is not lyrics aren't, you can't take them at face value. And so there, there's just some songs and certain things he's going to say that your 12 year old brain's not going to be able to process. So I, this is the one of the few times where I said, you can only have this few couple songs here and you, and, and so like, so you, You've got to fix that, number one. Number two, what the fuck do you know about straight-up <laughs> rap versus hip-hop? When were you around for the fucking East Coast, West Coast gangbang wars of the 90s, right? And, oh, my God, I, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, dude, you are so fucking white. He's you can't even complain. a lot of, like, yeah. really... Like, he got in trouble for some Instagram chats he was having last week, too. Uh, a friend of ours is like, so do you know what he did to my son? <laughs> He went back through her yeah, feed and, and like, found an embarrassing picture of her of his friend and it was from like six years ago, and then copied it, pasted it into a chat, and started giving him shit about it. And I'm like, "You motherfucker! I'm yeah. gonna go deliver him a picture of you in the bath naked." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that one away. Yeah, and it's just one of those things. In, in the grand scheme of things. It's no worse than anything that has happened in generations before. It's just a difference in the way that it happens. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to be hidden at times. Exactly. And that's that's really the problem that comes into play with the internet and social media and whatnot is that there are those out there who say, well, cyberbullying is this horrible thing and it's it's way, it's this huge problem, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, no, see, really, I don't want to put, I don't like to put like a, I want to put a much larger label on the problem. I don't want to narrow it down to just this or just that. Because bullying is the issue. The issue of I am better than you or you are substandard to me or whatever you want to classify it, that is what comes into play here. But it's also a natural part of 
development. It's whether or not they grow out of that stage mm-hmm. as to whether or not you've done your job correctly as a parent. But kids will at times be little assholes to each other and it's up to you to correct them. The problem with the the social media stuff is if you're not actively randomly scanning their chats and whatnot like we do, and, and I'm not going to say that we catch everything because no, I know, I we, know we miss stuff. But um, you have to be involved. And, and so it's in some ways easier to hide. And so, A, I want him to not be the person that causes somebody else stress, strife, issues, whatever. But B, I also want him to be able to go, if he's getting harassed, like he did with that one guy that, mm-hmm. while well, he ended up causing the problem, yeah. he still brought it to us and said, hey, look, this person said this. And I went and took it up directly with the person like, hey, motherfucker. Dude's 12, you're like 30, Get, you figure it out. Um, but at the same time, my, my son will be handled accordingly. Um, right. So, it, yeah, it's just one of those things that you, you have to address the much larger issue of why do you think it's, a, what makes you, why do you put other people down? Or why are you, why do you think it's this? Or why do you think it's that to, to you know, make somebody seem subservient to you? Um, and part of it is, I know for a fact, this fucking onslaught we've had in the last year and a half of the, this shitty-ass presidential race, yeah. um, where we've got a candidate that's being held up high on on a, on a platform and saying, oh, this guy is amazing, he's so great, and his biggest thing is, I'm going to put everybody down and call you stupid and this and that and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay... So we have to be better as parents, more vigilant to explain to our kids when these things are or not okay, and it's 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 not okay for this kind of behavior. And at sometimes I I do think that you have to almost do like that. Uh, here I'm going to make you stand on the sidewalk and have hang a sign off your neck that says I stole candy from a store, or whatever, and a little bit of make them experience a little bit of what they made somebody else experience in order to really sink it in so he's he's on his last chance and he knows that if we find anything else on the phone and of any type of you know discord of any sort whatsoever I'm, I'm going back into the restrictions and shutting everything off except for the phone and the text messaging capabilities because it's apparent that if you can if you're going to continue down this path you're obviously not a re, not ready to handle the responsibility of having anything else but a phone that can dial numbers and can send text messages back and forth to us right so you had a little smile on your face or something come up uh maybe okay I don't like remember. something worth discussing on the phone or, or show. I'm. I was looking for something and then. Oh, I was just looking at. Uh, looking for embarrassing pictures with the sun. <laughs> show <laughs> art. <No. laughs> that would be classic. Um, no, I. I just. I think it's. Um, I think it's very interesting because, especially, and not to stereotype or gender stereotype, but. Boys in particular give each other shit. Yes. It's what they do. And I don't mind that. So there's there's a difference though between ribbing on somebody and giving them shit. But there's always a point where... But, but to me, he was digging for something to give him shit about. Right. And that's, and that's where I feel like he went That's where he went overboard. Like he, he went out of his way. To, like this didn't happen to fall into his lap. And no. go, oh, dude, look at this, this picture. What the fuck? No, he went actively searching it out. And yeah. that's where that line was crossed. And also, there's a point you get to where it goes from just flipping somebody's shit to, okay, now you've crossed into that. You're just being obscene about this. Right. And he, did, he, he crossed it on both sides. Yeah. Because um, trust me, I, I live, die, and breathe by giving shit back and forth to all my friends and that's fine um as long as we all know we can take it but there's also you can do it too just completely differently it's always backhanded and and whisper to your friend about you (laughs) no Uh, bitches be crazy (laughs) all of us but um no it just there is that fine line that you cross 
where it becomes okay. This is just two guys. Well, it's going. It goes from uh, friendly ribbing to to downright teasing and then yeah. bullying. Like yeah. there's like te- there's tears. There's tears there of are, bullying. There are tears. Yes. There's. It's a tiered system, much like our feudal lord setup of towels back there. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the plebes. We've got the elites, and everything in between. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a bummer when you're, when you discover your kid is partaking in something like that. It's like, I, you know, I know I've given you the tools to, to make better decisions than that. And so I, I I think it's a maturity thing. I agree. He's just not at the right level to be able to do that and see, and it's a, most of that should be done face to face right? as a general societal rule coming up through socio so you know all this sociology and shit like we've always done that face to face and now all of a sudden we've removed that barrier right and now you're not it's weird you're not and you're not seeing what the reaction is you're not seeing if it's making the other guy smile chuckle not not even it's one of those things that you no longer have to fear about the possible repercussions if i walk up to somebody face to face and call him a cocksucker there's a good chance they might try to deck me in my nose. I, I might I might get a broken nose out of it, or at least have to try to dodge a fist. Right? That that's something that, that that's a very real consequence of doing that face to face. I call somebody a cocksucker online. A, if they know where I'm, I live, are they really going to go get in a car and come down here and drive me and confront me about it? If they're crazy enough, they might. Maybe, but more likely, <laughs> you'll at the most get blocked. Right. <laughs> like that, and that's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly, and so it, it creates this this whole just uh cult not culture but um environment that fosters these people that are like you know we call keyboard warriors where they're these big strong tough bastards behind keyboards but if you ever came up to them face to face it'd be a completely different situation and i think a big part of it too is that it's it's the um it's it's the bully bully e becoming the bullier like you know I've been yeah. bullied my entire life face to face but now I can actually one up somebody online. Um, take the Ghostbusters movie for example, love it, hate it, whatever. The latest Ghostbusters movie, the lady who played the Patty character and I'm, forgive me for forgetting her name, literally deleted and went left Twitter because of the racist and just horrible shit that was being flung in her direction. Like people were calling her Harambe, like that girl that got shot in the zoo only mm-hmm. like, what's the difference between this and this? And at least this one got killed. And like, they were just making these crude ass fucking comments about this lady because they didn't like the fact that somebody shot all over their childhood, as some people put it by taking the Ghostbusters movie and, and redoing it and putting girls in the characters because God forbid girls do anything in this world besides be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Right. Um, and so, it's just it's it's amazing the shift in 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 ballsiness when it gets to be you don't have that face to face interaction. So that's really where you know we as parents have to try harder to remind our kids that hey, look, dude, yeah, you're cocky now, but much like when he got mouthy with that one guy and tried to like first off try to like outsmart him in, in a game of wits and right. then lost. I'm like, now I want you to go through this dude's pictures here. This is a roided out fucking crazy man. Thank God he lives on the, on the other side of the world, quite literally, because he was from the UK. I'm like, because roid rage is a thing. Like, if you met this dude in the street and did this, he'd probably fuck you up just for fucking GP. And I'd kind of have to be like, yeah, you deserve that, you know? Um, so we need to try to avoid that yeah. with, with, the, uh, uh, with it. But then on the flip side, this kid, like, the other... So... He's such a fucking weird paradox at times. 
he'll do stupid shit like that, and I'll try to be all cool and whatever. And then there's other times where I feel like I'm raising like a 90 year old man, right? So I'm taking him to his mom's house Friday night, and we had to stop because there was a huge there was a fundraiser thing going on for uh, these. There's a local bond measure, and for anybody who's in Oregon that's listening, no, it's not 97, so don't fucking throw any hate mail our way on that. We're not going to talk about that one. But there's a local to our county bond measure that is re- literally just renewing an already in place bond mm. um, to help to um, but instead of the money going to being appropriated for the schools the way it was before, all of this is going to go into a construction fund to build a new middle school, do some improvements in the high school, and I think add two other schools to the district. There, there was something about there's going to basically the, we have some needs for some schools. We need to fix the high school. We need to burn the middle school and recreate it and whatnot. And this renewal of this bond will take all that money that's going to come from that and put it towards that fund, which is fine. I'm all, I mean, if it, literally I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, okay, I'm paying the same amount per property taxes that I already, okay, fine, do it. Let's do this. Um, so there was a fundraiser night that night. Mm-hmm. You were, had, we were doing bingo where people would donate it. Local businesses had donated prizes and whatnot for these people to go and play bingo. And you were paying obscene amounts of money for like a slice of pizza and a hot dog. And $2. Whatnot. Two dollars is not a $2 is an obscene amount for a slice of fucking Domino's pizza. I'm sorry. It's also an obscene amount for a bar ass hot dog. However, it was for a good cause, <laughs> so I was okay with going down there and buying each of the kids one item right. of food. But then when it got to the point where like I needed to take him to his drop him off with his mom, but he still needed dinner, I'm like, I'm not buying him more food here because this kid'll cost me like thirty five dollars <laughs> in fucking pizza if I'm not careful. True. Um so we decided to stop off at a uh, at Don Pedro, which is this little uh, like Mexican fast food joint type thing. Um on the way up to where we meet his mom because they have these amazing carne asada burritos. And so we split a carne asada burrito and, and tacos and we're eating those. And I'm finishing up and I'm on my phone and I was either responding to you or checking my email or something like that. And I was just kind of like still kind of chewing a little bit, finishing my taco and, and just kind of relaxing. We had some time to burn. I was in no rush to right. get out of there. He's like, ah, because it was like this stretch thing. Like, All right, so you ready to skedaddle? And I literally stopped chewing and I looked up at him. And I like swallowed my bite. Motherfucker, say what? <laughs> and he's like, "Are you ready to skedaddle?" I'm like, Sked- "Did you literally just say skedaddle?" Like you said, I-, I heard that right. You said skedaddle. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "The fuck are you ninety? <laughs> he's like, "Shut up!" I'm like, no. I'm like, seriously. Like you literally, uh, you know, a week and a half ago, Tupac isn't hip hop. It's straight up fucking rap. And then like now you're asking me if I want to skedaddle. I don't know, kid. Are we gonna go down to the local soda jerk fountain too and get ourselves a sarsaparilla? You know. <laughs> And then it kicked me under the table. I'm like, I'm just asking. Like, the fuck happened? You went from like 12 to 90 in the matter of 30 seconds. What the hell? So now I'm trying to figure out like, skedaddle. I don't say that. I don't think. You I, don't say that. I'm, I mean, I may have so said it jokingly where once. in the hell did you hear? I don't understand. Like, in his I day. Do that, I do that. I jokingly do that. Let's get this road on the show. Right. Thing. Like, yeah. like, but I'm always Let's joking. make a tree and get out of here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like skedaddle. I don't know where he would have heard skedaddle. But now I'm just like. <laughs> I, uh, so then I, asked I him, wonder if he got it from Simpsons. He might have. But I looked at him I'm like, so if our kid is Flanders, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, <dokely. laughs> But then I looked at him too. I like, said, so we need to stop and get you some, like, some Metamucil and maybe like some uh, some of the uh, the whatever that that sitting on that Centrum Silver, <laughs> like some multivitamins and, and maybe like you know some Bengay for your aching joints and whatnot. Like. Can you predict the weather now with your knees? I mean, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and he's just like, can we just go now? I'm like, I don't know. We, we're talking about you want to skedaddle some more? Like, what the hell is <laughs> So, uh, these kids. Yeah, it, that was, 
I don't know. I just skedaddle. I'm still kind of like, where the hell did that come from? Then on the flip side, though, with Trent, we're at the hockey game. I'm, I'm entertaining some customers, and one of them had to back out of it, so I had an extra ticket. So I called you, and we coordinated it so that I could grab Trent and take him with us. Because he's never been to a hockey game with you. Yeah, the other ones have, and he had not had a chance to go yet. And the customers that I was taking out, luckily, they both have kids. They're really cool with me. You know, I'm like, hey, do you mind if I bring my son? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, cool. So we brought him there, and we're talking. And... Um, we had we went out and had dinner beforehand, and then we went to the game, and we're, we were sitting there watching the game and whatnot, and I was telling him, like, yeah, I said, we had to meet elsewhere for the dinner tonight because tonight's game is in the Coliseum instead of over at the, uh, the bigger sports arena because the Blazers are playing that same night. I said, whenever that happens, the ice hockey gets kicked over here. I said, otherwise, we would have just had uh, dinner at the sports arena because they got some amazing restaurants up there. I mean, you can get a steak or whatever, and Trent's like, oh, we have steak? <laughs> I'm like, no, we, have, we don't have steak. He's like... Oh, I really want some steak. <laughs> I'm like, I do too, buddy. But <laughs> well, and he just says some of the cutest things right now. Yeah, they are pretty easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah, like, well, I can fix this easy peasy. And then uh, like Paw Patrol, he says some of the stuff in the Paw Patrol too. But it was just his the, the hystericalness of of you know he like got all amped up when he heard the word steak and got super fucking bummed when steak wasn't an option at the hockey game. I'm like, you know, that's not a half. Like if they like could like tray top service to your seat with like a steak meal while you're watching hot somebody get the fuck beat out of them in a hockey game it'd be like cenotopia only way better (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no trent is um going through a phase Mm -hmm. he's he's still not sure if he's a big kid or a baby right um depends on what he wants depends on what he wants and and the saga of the um, inappropriate boob touching continues. Um, and we're locking him up really hard on it, and well, he's having a really he was, hard time he, dealing with it. He was good for like a month and a half. Like, I didn't even have to talk about him once. And then all of a sudden, in the last like five days, he's decided, wait, I used to be able to touch the boobs. And now <laughs> I can't. Yeah. And he's really mad. I know. He is like going out of his way to like attack me he's got some serious severe separation anxiety from the boobage and i think i don't know what happened what changed they just every time once in a while they relapse and so you just gotta be strong about it and and move on um so yeah there's that speaking of relapse (laughs) you you you've been uh in withdrawal mode lately on me (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I i've i've been untouchable <laughs> right medically there's the there's some necessary yearly procedures and whatnot that have to go on and how far into this do you want to go oh, not very okay. but but i just i just thought it was funny because yeah uh you seem well, to before, have a sympathetic air <laughs> well yeah no because b- before before i left for my last uh, town trip you had gone on your period yep. so therefore nothing was gonna no, there was no hanky panky then yeah and then I get back from that, and then the plague occurs. Yep. Definitely nothing. There's no way you want to be anywhere near any of those type <laughs> no. of areas, just in case something Don't goes wrong. Don't touch me. And then, um, and then went into you had to go in for your annual checkups and whatnot. And they needed to do some scans, and for whatever reason, they decided this time around that there were like issues. And by the way, no coitus. I'm like, what do you mean no coitus? <laughs> There's been no coitus. We have to have some coitus at some point. Damn it. Ah! <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it, it was there was there was quite the dry spell there for a while. <laughs> I'm like. Nah. But but every time Trent went to go give me a hug and he'd do that thing where he kind of like buries his face in my boobs, you'd just get like a little tear up. But no, the then I get angry. I'm like, don't you fuck? No. 
if I can't have those, you sure as fuck can't have those. Get away. And I did one time I got I got like super, super pissed that he went down there with his hand on your shirt. I'm like, those are mommy's boobs and she won't let you touch them. You you don't get to do it unless you ask first and I can't fucking and I'm sitting in my mind like, if I can't have them, you sure as fuck can't have them, kid. I just kinda gave him the stink eye. He looks at me like, Okay. And he pulls his hand back. I'm like, I'm not gonna touch him now. He's just Dad's gonna kill me. Well, it's weird because he had to like talk about consent to a four year old. Yeah. He's just not quite grasping the concept <laughs> that these are mine right? and he can't touch them. And he's having that problem with a lot of things like just don't touch things that aren't yours kind of a deal. What do you hear, Rocket? Rocket's going nuts. Did somebody move? Or did mommy move too much and, and uh, wake you up I from your slumber? Move. <laughs> I uh, swear. Yeah. He heard something towards the back. He probably one of the local cats got in the porch. He's still recovering from being yeah. us being gone earlier today. Us being gone, and he had his final round of puppy shots. And he's having a hard time with that. Yeah, he, he was pretty pretty sore from those. So Poor baby. Well, it, to wind the show down, yeah. uh, last but not least, uh, we can do a quick little budget segment here. Oh, okay. We're still going through it. Um, we, ha- we have agreed upon a hybrid system between <clears throat> a couple things that were presented to us. Uh, we're using the envelope system where you lay out an envelopes every month. A Things certain that allot- make sense to pay cash for. Right, a we certain have- allotment of cash. Like we have a grocery fund mm-hmm. and then a clothing fund and, and um, an entertainment fund and a few other things in these envelopes where you just put cash in there and each one is supposed to have a certain amount into it. And then we use, based off of that, we go, okay, if we need to go out and buy groceries, we grab this envelope, we go buy the groceries, so on and so forth. The mental... Uh, stigma or stam or reasoning behind it is to that it's different for people when they have to pay fork over cash and see it visibly get reduced versus just swiping a card. Yeah. I don't seem to have that problem. It doesn't really affect me, but it does. It does make a difference for you. It does. So, in cert- on certain things, we've decided to we're going to do this. So, with this last bonus that I received, we went through and funded the entire f- all the different funds. So we set up the grocery fund, this fund, that fund, and I will say it was really nice to like you know know now that there's money set aside that that when I leave out of town, well, if yeah, I, don't- I think that was the most comforting thing for me is today you said on our way back from the birthday party. Oh shit, we need to go to the grocery. Store. Sure. When you go to the grocery store, because I'm leaving tomorrow, I'm like, yeah, but I have the money for groceries set aside, right. and if I need something while you're gone, I'll go get it with the grocery money. And it was nice knowing that that was there, and yep. that's what it was for, right. and I didn't have to worry about it. And yep. I, I, I'm so far, I'm liking the concept. Yeah, and the re- the reason why it's like that is because of me being right now with the real estate stuff, it's kind of slowed down. Basically, we view ourselves as a single income household, and whenever you make money, then that goes can, towards extra bills yep. or whatever, but right now, it's li- li- literally what I make, yep. and so um, when I- But we're not spending any family money on my work stuff. Right, right, but when I leave town, if I forget to transfer some money to your account or, or hand you some cash or whatever, then it becomes this whole huge fiasco of how do I get, get her cash so she can get groceries and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and so by doing this, we have the, the money available and we can do- you know what we need to do with it and you can just go grab it and, and, and be done with it so um we got the different things set up now we've got them all funded and they're good to go and and yeah it was nice like the other day you needed gas money so you just went over there grabbed some cash and yep. went out and paid the gas put it back in there and what we're also doing is we're rounding we're rounding up too so if we get change back like little 
coins. Coins. We're putting it. We're, in to, a, we're putting it in our change jar, which is what we used to fund part of our Disneyland trip last time. Yep. So we're using that as we'll 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 fill this thing up with coins, and when it gets to the top, we'll go ahead and cash them in for actual money, and that'll go into our vacation fund, and that'll just be stuff that we can put into going towards whatever our next vacation is. It yep. might be Disneyland. It might be something local. Who knows? It might be Disneyland. He never knows what it is. So it'll but but it'll probably be Disneyland. Okay. It probably will be. <laughs> but uh, but I'm so glad you acknowledged that. One. <laughs> not stupid so but it's um yeah it's been nice and it's actually taken some of the pressure off or not the pressure but the uh it, I, it by doing that and sitting down and saying okay we're gonna put this much in this account this much in that account this much in that this account it has stopped us for both from going out and making like the dumb purchases mm-hmm. like the, oh we have the cash let's buy a video game or oh, we have the cash let's buy this rocket stop you're gonna make the mic noises damn it oh hush <laughs> trying to be a part of the show i know right so um but yeah so it's 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 taken an adjustment period um but at the same time like i was like i know you really want to go see dr strange i really want to go see dr strange stop licking the mic rocket here rocket you gotta get down and so um i uh i'm like okay yeah shit i i we need to we want to go see this movie and i'm I'm gonna figure out make sure i save enough cash aside for it and or leave enough money in my account for it blah blah blah. i'm like wait hold on no 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 we have an entertainment envelope. Hot damn, we can do this whenever we want. We just fill it back up when we get the next paycheck. This is kind of nice. Yep. So it's... It's giving us permission might, to do the things that we want to do. As long as we've as long agreed that... we've the, already budgeted for them. And then we've agreed in the budget. Yeah. And that's, that's I think, the that I've noticed, I don't know about you, but I've noticed a reduction in stress between us yeah. when we discuss these money things because... We can go like you know we're like okay do we agree that we we can have this kind of a budget or we agree we can have this fund like we have a we now have money set aside that kid needs a pair of shoes okay grab the money pay buy the shoes we'll restock off the next check yep. and that way it's not like you feel like because part of the, the psychologicalness for for you is if you felt like I you had to ask felt like I had to come begging for money right. when I needed it for something that legitimately should come out of the yeah there was it, there was nothing like it was like I need to buy a kid's shoes okay cool. But you know, you always yeah, there felt was nothing like, like you weren't like, no, you must justify your every purchase. Right. For me. No, but it, you just but felt. It, but it does have a mental block to have to go and ask somebody for something that legitimately should be accessible without having to ask. Right. So. Right. And part of the reason people might go, oh, you should have a joint account. Part of the reason we don't have well, a joint account. That's my fault. Yeah. She's got some. She, she's I'm she's bad. had some. I'm problem. really bad at checking accounts. I'm just going to say it. I'm, I'm really bad at that. She is. I'm really bad at checking accounts. My mother taught me that at a very young age that if you had $20 in your bank account, you could go with your ATM card and pull up to $500 out. And all it would cost you is the one insufficient fee charge. Like literally, that was one of the first things I learned about banking. Like people, this is not good. Like I'm not saying I shouldn't have learned better by now. And I have that particular lesson but i am pretty bad about letting my account get overdrawn and then and then having to you know kind of scramble to fix that so right um i have a bad tracking history banks don't really want to give me a checking account and i can actually understand why and so they don't therefore <laughs> i have an account it's just i can't get off of the second chance like extra stringent guidelines type accounts so that's yeah. me I, I, we're working on getting you there it's my fault uh, it is your fault but uh we're working on fixing that but because of that we can't have a joint account together and so i you know 
we uh i this just alleviates that whole having to come ask for money or borrow my debit card or whatever um it makes things a lot simpler um and then also like on the monthly stuff uh we've gone through and um i've got certain bills i know that come out each month so i've set aside a, a different account that i have that i just funnel money into that or do a bank transfer and then i know there's cash there and then that's just where they auto debit that money from as well too so it's kind of helped to keep me from having to remember to all i have to remember to do is, is make a, a, a transfer of a, a certain portion of that bill per check over that account, and then it automatically debits and the rest is handled for me. Um, and then on the the weird stuff, the, the incidental stuff that I forget from time to time, like if I've got a software subscription or whatever set up, um, I have that set to pull from an account that will not allow overdrafts and will not charge overdraft fees. So right. if I forget to transfer money into it, I'll get a notification that I need I need to put the money in there, but they're not going to charge me an NSF fee or anything like that for going sideways with it. So so far we're um, we're about forty five days into the concept of this budget, and then we're about ten to fifteen days into actually having the fund set up and everything set aside and all that jazz. And so far it's been working out really well. And like you said, it's very nice to just be able to go, oh yeah, go ahead and grab the cash and we'll, we'll tally it up at the end of the month and figure out how much we got to put back in there to bring it back up to the amount that's supposed to be in that particular fund. And I feel good that we're ten, like 10, almost 10 days in. And I feel like there's still a lot, we're not a third of the way through the money. Nope. And not just so. that, we're also not bickering over, like, you know, because there were times where you and I were kind of getting into like these little, these little fights about it because like you would legitimately need to go buy the kids shoes, mm -hmm. but it always seemed like you waited until the money was already spent. The money was already spent on bills and I didn't have anything allotted for that because I didn't know we needed it. Mm -hmm. So then you asked for, I'm sorry, I'm not going to have it till next Friday, but I need it now. I'm like, I didn't know that. And so this kind of just gets rid of all that yep. and it allows us to be able to, to, to budget accordingly. And then as of course, if we find that we don't have enough in one, one fund or we have too much or whatever, we can sit down and we have to agree upon, okay, are we going to, are we going to sh shrink this fund and make this fund larger? Or we, what are we going to do? And we have both have to come to an agreement upon um, those particular topics. And then once we, once we've come to an agreement, then we actually have to execute. So, mm -hmm. so far it's, it's, just and like I said, we're still fresh into it. And I know we're going to still stumble, and make mistakes here and there, um, but I think that also with talking to other people who have gone through it, I've hopefully, in some ways, picked up on some of the things that I they told me were an issue for them, and tried to get ahead of the curve, so to speak, on that. Like my friends, like the first thing mistake we made was we did not realize how much we spent on groceries. Right. So make sure you have a very large grocery fund. And I said, okay. So I made what I think is an astronomical grocery fund. I It probably won't be, but it just seems like we, there's no way we could spend that much on food every month. But, <laughs> but I'm pretty positive that it does yeah. happen. But you just don't actively think about it till you're actually having to, to go back and tally it up and go, oh, I do spend that. Whoa. So... <laughs> Yeah, so but far, I think so that spending it in cash will help us with that because I know a lot of the times I go to the, like, I need to make this for dinner and I will go and get just the things I need to make that dinner and realize that I spent 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that was a really freaking expensive dinner. Like, like if we had just planned, because a lot of times if you plan on, like, this, that's the next thing that you and I are kind of button heads on, right? Not button heads, but we're kind of at an impasse. Like, I think we need to start trying to do some meal plan type stuff, which I got the idea from a mediocre show. Because mm -hmm. um, if you do that, then you can plan. Because sometimes there's multiple meals that will require some of the similar ingredients. You can kind of buy them in bulk and shave money that way. Yeah, but we, so, I do pretty good at that already. Right. What I don't like is... I... Different... 
I do not like to plan out my meals because I will get to a when- Wednesday and it will be, you know, leftover night or not leftover night, uh, you know, meatloaf night. And I'll be like, I really don't want meatloaf. And there's no way to get out of it because you have to use the stuff from the thing that you uh, planned. And the, there, the, no, no, there I'm is just a saying, I don't. You like to, pl- you are a planner. It is what you do. And I hate to plan. I don't like living that way. It bothers my brain. No, so. what, I, what I'm saying is that there is a way to meet, strike the balance there because you have backup things like pre-ready-made meals, whatever. Like if you just really don't feel like making meatloaf that night or something happens and goes yeah, sideways. I, t- I tend to not like whatever the plan is. I'm not saying it's not a flaw. I'm saying that because it is the plan, I do not want it. Yeah. And so having a plan at all, I will always default to the next thing being. uh, We're working on it. I'm just saying, (laughs) but I am good about, okay, so we, you know, what are we going to make for dinner tonight? Well, I have this left, this chicken leftover from the thing we did this night and using that to make the next meal. I am really good about working with what I have available to me. So. Right. So we're, we're coming up with a, uh, a system for better budgeting for groceries and whatnot, just because it is easy to go through a grocery store, especially if you're hungry yeah. and walk out like, Whoa, I spent how much on, I only got this really. Yeah. Um, especially here in where we live because the local grocery stores put a premium on their products because they're the only game in town. Yep. And so we have to really strategically plan our shopping like we trips. We can't just buy, we, we can't go, Oh, I want chicken. Let's go buy chicken. Because if the chicken isn't on sale or isn't, you know, a good quality or whatever you want to say, you can't just go buy whatever's there because sometimes it's either gross or really expensive. So, I mean, that could be tr- That's pretty much true across the board. So. Rocket, stop eating that. He's got plastic or something there. So. No, he's got the damn Batman again. <laughs> the goddamn Batman. <laughs> Rocket, are you eating the goddamn Batman? Okay, he's now down he's down a head down an arm down a hand down a foot he's poor batman he's all it's all in pursuit of justice i just (laughs) this is poor batman and he's supposed to ride a motorcycle not anymore (laughs) can't shift gears without a foot (laughs) so but yeah so that brings us to the end of the show we have other stuff that I've got in my notes to talk about, but we're not going to squeeze it in this time. So we'll get to it uh, on one of the next up- upcoming episodes. Um, but I did want to mention that we are part of the Podcast Collective. I don't have the local list of shows put up because I wasn't planning for. The, I was not paying attention. So, anyways, there's a lot of good shows in the Podcast Collective. Uh, go check them out um, and give them if you like and give them a rating review. Thank you to the listener who did drop us a rating review in iTunes. We really appreciate that. Um, and as a as, as a podcast listener, if you're not able to interact with the show in any other way, just that alone is well worth. Um, the effort because it does help out our rankings in iTunes and other podcast directories and allows us to allows other people to help better understand if people do or do not like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you could do that, that would help us out. That would be great. We also have merch. If you go to our website and click the merch link or the shop link or whatever it is, it'll take you to our page where you can buy t-shirts and whatnot. Thank you to Nikki from New Zealand. I think we may have already thanked her once before, but if I can't remember because it kind of happened during that Black Plague time. Um, so if, I don't know what we have. So thank you so much for being the first. Uh, um, and I'm going to say this, one of our first listeners to buy some merch from us. So it's been, a, it's been a little bit of a dry spell there, but we do really appreciate the love and support from you on that. And I did love the way 
way she, she announced it on Instagram too, when she got it, uh, that she was happy that she went with the size she went with because it was, she had a hard enough time getting around her guns. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, uh, I asked her, I'm like, well, are you talking about your guns or your torpedoes? Because Jody has problems with both. She's like, yeah, both. And then she made reference to the boobs are amazing from the, the boobs are amazing <laughs> boobs from a few episodes. Yeah. So thank you, Nikki, for purchasing the shirt. And we're looking forward to having you guys, you and John, on, on this side of the pond here soon. Um, in fact, we got to, if I don't message you, Nikki, please message me. Um, we got to discuss details on like when we're hanging out and stuff like that. So we don't make assumptions and and fuck up your schedule so um yeah let's 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 connect and do that otherwise if you want to interact with the show you can uh, call us 503-609-0375 or you can uh, record your voicemail like slacker does in your favorite voice recording app and email it to us at grounded at badparentingpodcast.com if you want to email either jody or myself directly it's just justin or jody at badparentingpodcast.com uh, j-o-d-i jody with an i uh, well, obviously the website is badparentingpodcast.com um, you can uh, find us on Facebook, MySpace, Instagram Snapchat, all the above, we are available there, so however you want to reach out to us is totally cool, we we love listening listener feedback, we love hearing from our listeners thank you so much to the people who have kept us afloat this far and, and have been listening to our shows and all the great feedback we've been getting, I've had a lot of great interactions with Instagram uh, accounts and whatnot with listeners and whatnot. And it's just cool to hear from you guys and uh, happy Halloween. Sorry. We missed it saying it before, but we kind of had the whole plague thing we were recovering from again. Um, that was why we missed it Monday night. That's why we couldn't record Monday. Yeah. It was Halloween. Halloween. So it was great to see your kids. Hope you liked the pictures of our kids. Yay, Halloween. Few and, and far and, between that yeah. they were because, you know, kids. And, and I will just say that the, the Tomorrow's have a goddamn beautiful family. Like, oh, sickeningly beautiful times. Like, it's just like, you motherfuckers. I know. Two handsome ass boys, you know, beautiful Adorable. parents. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. but no in all seriousness though uh good looking family there guys so uh good good work on making those babies hi rocket, rocket is begging for attention hi, buddy. like please love yeah. me all right so, we're so gonna go now. we are gonna go now so uh, unless you have something else to add babe nope all right until next time try not to be shitty parents bye you sir what what's up crazy ass mutt Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.